I am very interested, very, very interested to talk about makeup. I would love to know everybody's opinion about it. And the reason being is that I'm a person in the last sort of 10 years barely wears makeup. Now, I love the culture of makeup. I love going into the stores and looking at everything. And I really, I like even watching videos about it. But I don't want to wear makeup anymore. And I haven't worn makeup for quite a long time. And I want to know what your thoughts are on about makeup. Because I think, and I'm bringing it up with the Kardashians, like there's so much makeup and so much contouring that you almost, and there's lots of videos that I've seen where the woman looks one way at the start and then at the end is completely unrecognisable. And I sort of want to have a chat about that, about why people would do that or is it a mask that people are putting on? Why do we feel necessary to do it? Why men are starting to wear a little bit more makeup? I know at work I've already got my my um, my sort of spiel worked out that if the boss came to me and said to me, oh, look, you know, as part of your uniform here, you know, we would really appreciate if you started wearing makeup, I've always thought I would say to him, once you start, I will. What's <laughs> so, the actual? What? No, 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 no what? one's actually asked no. me that. No one's actually said that. But I've actually thought in my own head, if I do get approached about that, I will actually say, sure, as soon as you do, I will. So I've got one that I'm just going to read out. It's from an account that I love called Man Who Has It All. Um, I love that account. So it's good. so funny. So good. So I'm just going to read this out and leave this here. So busy dad, want to look less tired, but you have kids, housework and me time to juggle. Why not draw a face on top of your real face? <laughs> oh my gosh. See, so in the morning, I would rather have the extra 20 minutes sleep than, than do makeup. Seriously. Yeah. So, one question I would ask you is like, I look at your skin and it's pretty damn good, right? My skin's amazing. Your for skin my is age. amazing. Yeah. And so. I guess as someone who I don't have great skin and I've had acne my whole life, um, I often wear makeup to cover flaws or to smooth out my skin tone or whatever. So is it part of the fact that you have great skin so you don't need to hide it? I think that. And I, I'm, very, I'm very unwrinkled for my age as well. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with I haven't worn makeup um, for a long time like even when I was in my 20s I didn't wear makeup hardly at all like and when I do put makeup on and it's been a while I feel weird when I look at myself in the mirror like and that can even just be a lipstick I feel really strange saying that I absolutely adore um, things like cleansers and moisturisers and lip balms. I love all that. And I, 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 and I do have a regime where I look after my skin. Um, and I think, oh, well, that's my natural colour and things like that. But, yeah, I just... But that's, I guess, skin care versus makeup, right? Yeah. Which you're um, talking about wearing makeup, right? Putting a face on top of your real face as my little quote there. Look, I've come around a bit in terms of my thinking about it and I love the makeup culture of today, which to me, I find it quite empowering around women seeing makeup as something that is fun and playful and something that you do for yourself and 
how you want to transform. It's trans. It can be a transformative experience, a uh, quote unquote self care experience, rather than potentially back in the day of waking up before the husband wakes up and putting on a full face of makeup and then quietly getting back into bed so that he, you know, so the feminist in me takes that view of it today. Do you think, I, I th- do think this, sometimes I think if I wore makeup, I might be more successful in my life. Do people take me seriously? Because like if I go to an interview and things like that and I'm not wearing makeup and I've turned up LL natural, are people taking me seriously? Do they think, does she care about her appearance? Does she look after herself? Like I'm always dressed beautifully. There's no doubt about that. And I'm always very clean and, and my hair's always in a good condition. But I sometimes think, am I limiting my opportunities because I'm not putting on my my war paint? I think you could also go to the other end of the spectrum, though. If you had a lot on, they could also make a judgment call, Yeah, you know? I think it depends on the opportunity that you're going for and the domain that you're placing yourself within as well in terms of the expectations. But then I think in a patri- you're touched on that in a patriarchal society, there's no, there's no way in which you can win, right? What were you wearing? Shirt, skirt too short, too long, too much makeup, no makeup. There's actually no winning formula there, really. So that's why I think it's about doing it for yourself. But... Um, mm. Fiona, you got me thinking about Alicia Keys. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know if oh, the younger generation her would yeah. know her, but yeah, a few years ago she was like, I'm not putting makeup on, I'm just not. Um, yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, and I loved that. It did make an impact. It's amazing to think that that's so newsworthy that we've all heard of that, that so many people listening would have heard of that. Someone's saying that they're not going to. Um, it's quite extraordinary. Would you go to a job interview or go to a wedding or anything like that without wearing makeup? I think it depends on your personal brand. Like within my personal brand, I never would because it's not the aura that I portray. It's, I find makeup really interesting because being a professional DJ once upon a time, like I used to have a lot of makeup, like a serious crazy amount and even now, every day, I put strip lashes on, like false lashes. I'll glue them on. doesn't take me long either. Like, it takes me two minutes in the morning. Um, but I think, at least through my experience of makeup, being in the 20s generation, um, I feel like for a while there with YouTube in particular, there was this real emphasis on almost catfishing like you look one way but we're going to transform you the power of makeup like we'll make you someone different but I personally feel like there's been this shift to more at least within my sphere more enhancing what you have as opposed to recreating what you don't necessarily have that's trend like but with that said I enhance things with makeup that I've had surgically enhanced like externally if that makes sense so for example like my lips I would overline them with lip liner before I had injectables but now I have injectables so I have the acquired like what I want so I can put a bit of lip gloss on and I'm like yeah I like that shape but I've altered it in a more substantial way beyond makeup 
So interesting, Amelia. And I'm just wondering, can you expand on the personal brand and what that means? Because I'm, I'm wondering if that is more of your generation having intentional personal brands. Yeah, that's yeah. What is a personal brand? Yeah, that's really <laughs> fascinating. Uh, do you guys not think about that? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> nope. Um, I just feel maybe it's just, I don't know if it's just me. No, I don't think it is. People always talk about personal branding. It's like, what do you portray? Like, when you say people, do you mean your own generation? Maybe. I, I hear it a lot around me, though. It's, I think especially in social media because personality is a brand essentially that you are putting out to the world like for me personal branding brand branding branding with a d this is so dumb actually when i think about it. it's like people have a certain expectation of how i should be and so therefore i create this world it's like a character in a way but it's sort of for me i want to do certain things so i dress a certain way and like portray and present myself in a certain way to better position myself for that I don't know if it's more a psychological thing for me personally like I feel a lot more put together by having my makeup in a certain way I don't <laughs> but for you I still feel it's really authentic that's still Amelia that's still you're still you're not catfishing you that is you still yeah do but you feel it's you that you've been authentic still when you do that? Yeah, yeah that's definitely. still you. Yeah. I had a phase recently where I went for a couple of months where I didn't put lash extensions on in the morning and I felt fine. But mm. that's a confidence thing that I would have felt very naked maybe in my early 20s if I didn't do that. Like I would feel like, oh, my makeup doesn't look good if I don't have like long lashes. But my lashes themselves are quite long already to start off with. I'm very fortunate because I am the stereotypical societal expectation I have a lot of the structures that people think are attractive and they want that if that makes sense in terms of the makeup world like for example there was a really big trend I'm sure you guys probably saw it back probably two years ago with Bella Hadid with the whole cat uh, not cat eye fox eye yeah where you have the threads to lift the brow and that doesn't naturally occur in nature. I was listening to a plastic surgeon talking about this. There's this real trend that's sort of gone beyond makeup because plastic surgery has sort of become a lot more accessible to people at a much younger age. There's these facial trends that once upon a time you'd have an eye palette, eyeshadow palette where, oh, this is the summer's colors. But now it's like, oh, these like facial lift threads are the trend. And that's not as reversible as just changing up your makeup palette. The other thing I see a lot of is like people getting uh, tattooed freckles across mm. their the bridge of their nose and their cheeks, what? and yeah, really common um, uh, for a certain beauty look. It's become very big, and the freckles might be in different colours too. They might have a little bit of reds to them and a little bit of blues, and they look pretty natural. I was watching a show the other day, and, and I saw a man on there, and I said to my husband, "They're tattooed freckles." And he was like, what? And I said, what? no, I've seen so many of them now. I said, they're definitely tattooed freckles. He he couldn't even get around in his head why somebody would do that, why somebody would tattoo freckles onto their face. But it's a fashion thing at the moment. And people are, mm. and, and, and I, might, I just want to put in here that I have absolutely no judgment on anyone who wants to do 
makeup and put stuff on their face and whatever makes you confident and things like that. I'm just wondering why I don't feel the need to do that. Like, and, and am I missing out because I'm not doing so that sort of stuff? When did you stop? Uh, I probably never really went, to be okay. completely honest. I probably never really got going. I've done so many makeup courses as well. Do you think that is that you never really got into it? I think my mother wasn't a big person for it either. So it wasn't something that I was surrounded with as a child. Like, uh, And I'm the oldest and like none of my sisters really wear makeup. All four of us. Very rare for us to be in makeup um, when we're all t- like, yeah, very rare actually. And it's funny because when you do wear it, I remember once going to a function, Amelia, you would have been at it, and I went to Mecca and had my makeup professionally done. I looked amazing and I turned up to this function and people were just like, oh my God, you should wear makeup more often and like you look incredible. <laughs> like, and, and I was like, oh, thanks. But then I liked that shock as well. I enjoyed the attention that that gave me that I could do that at So that didn't times. make you feel bad? No, nah, no. Nah. I just thought, oh, that's great. I can put on this mask and, and people think, oh, you look amazing. And I think, yeah, great. I can just do that when I have to. And, and it was nice having the attention. You, you know what I mean? Like if that makes sense, that people coming up going, oh, you look really great. Um, but I don't need that every day. One of the things I struggled with growing up, and so my skin was like atrocious through high school, um, but they didn't have makeup skin tones yeah. for my mm. skin colour. And so it was really, really hard or I had to buy really expensive makeup mm. to um, cover um, acne or kind of even things out. And I really struggled with it. And so I think now, like I don't wear makeup every day and I think also with the pandemic and working from home, I love a good Zoom filter because I don't mm. need yeah. to put a face yeah. on. But then I do get a shock when I'm suddenly on Teams. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's what I look like today. But I love the range of makeup that's out there. I love that you don't have to use heavy foundation. There's tinted serums that do amazing stuff for your skin. And, um, yeah, I do think, like, back to your point, Sarah, there's actually a blurring between skincare and makeup now. Like, a lot of makeup has skincare ingredients in. Mm. So I think I'm finding it fun to play in it because it's now a space I can, whereas in when I was younger it was just an exclusionary zone. Like, mm. it wasn't a space. Yeah, and I, as being the next generation up from you, Dash, um, it just wasn't, and several skin tones darker than you, um, it wasn't even that it was expensive if you can get I literally just couldn't get it. Mum mm. would have had to order it from the US. Um, and so it just wasn't possible. And I was laughing with a friend the other day that sort of young young kids these days can just put on a YouTube and learn how to do it and go and pick from 70 different shades. Mm. And I had talcum powder and nobody telling me how to use it and maybe a really dark coloured kind of lipstick that I tried to do something with and I remember trying to blend like a a, um, a black eyeliner and it's just yeah so it is the the range today does open up and a space that we just never had as you say and so I do enjoy that part of it but in a way um, a little bit kind of it passed me by a bit because Mm. it just wasn't really there 
at, at the times where I probably might have been more interested in it. I don't yeah. mind. I mean, I yeah, I, I wear makeup pretty rarely, maybe a few times a year. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just think it is a different world. And I think a young black girl growing up today, um, it's just a completely different world to me. And I think that's a good thing in line with um, doing it for fun and doing it for ourselves, but also understanding that everything we're talking about is, I don't know, I, I think a lot about beauty standards and norms and who are those for and what's, who, who's that for and how does that come into it? But I think just zooming out is fun. Sorry to interrupt. Um, Sarah, why do you wear it a couple of times a year? What are those trigger points? Mm. Um... So to go full face of makeup, so for example, last night I wore a bit of mascara. I don't know if that's, is that considered a, like, and that's just dinner. So I might do, it'll be a special occasion, like mm. a, a big event or a media appearance or something like that. Yeah. But you're doing it for you, not anybody else. Yeah. It's, it's what, it's that confidence, right? Like, or feeling good about yourself or feeling uh, that you look amazing or that you look great. And I mean, I think I look amazing and great without it. That's why I'm very, very happy to not, not wear it. But when you just want to kind of, I don't know, pack a punch. <laughs> it's like a ritualistic thing. It's like getting ready. It's like putting on war paint almost. Mm, You're fun. Like, yeah, it's like very meditative. That's why I like it in the morning. If you, oh no, you say I would prefer extra 20 minutes of sleep. I will listen to a podcast or something and sort of reflect as I do it. Like it's very ritualistic. It's almost like a meditation for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My meditation is I lie on the couch with my dog on my chest for those 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say as well, I really enjoy the art of drag in the sense that it's. I feel like it's... It's a lot of makeup, but it very much celebrates femininity and it's men who have traditionally been marginalized in their space celebrating the female form. And I think that's a really powerful thing. Like in my early 20s, I really appreciated that because I was like, oh, like it's really cool to see that celebration and the strength and fierceness that comes out when they do their face in the way that they do, like it's really beautiful. Mm. And I think that's it's interesting because I agree with you and I am fascinated um, by seeing the creativity and the artistry that goes into that. And then, yeah, it is a celebration of female form, as you said, but coming back to what you were saying, Fiona, about, you know, talking to men and kind of saying, you know, when you wear makeup, then I'll wear makeup or, you know, having those conversations if that was a, a male boss. I also felt growing up, you know, looking at guys who also didn't have good skin and thinking, oh, God, you can't even cover that if you wanted to. Like it mm. wasn't even that um, there was like a cultural thing for that. That was also just they don't have the opportunity to do the stuff that we do and that be normalised. And what if that is something they want to do and um, we don't really kind of give the space for that? Oh, they do now. There's huge men's cosmetics now. Yeah, but it's probably not to the same extent. And no, when we were growing up, it definitely, definitely was wasn't. not. Yeah, yeah. And that's mm. why I think, that's why I kind of like the way it's moving. There's 
there's so much there for people who there wasn't anything there for when yeah. when when I was growing up and I just hope that that just kind of continues and that that makeup can be like fun for anyone who wants to wear it and do yeah. it for themselves and just play because we as adults we don't uh, have many avenues to play for play's sake and for fun's sake right when you go out mm. when you grow up so I really focus on that aspect of makeup uh, because if I focused on the patriarchal beauty norms expectations <laughs> aspect of it I would get really angry yeah. um, but as a form of play for adults all about it we're letting the men into our world is that right mm. we're letting everyone into this yeah. world yeah <laughs> yeah I think true it is, I love how much more inclusive it has become and just that there's different l levels and layers. Like you don't have to do the full face, you can do in-betweens and there's so many more products that enable that to happen.